Web 2.0 skills are becoming essential in any organisation, but providing effective training for members of busy academic organisations can be difficult. 23Things Oxford used blogging to deliver a time-efficient training programme in Web 2.0 technologies for Oxford librarians. The programme ran for 12 weeks and was open to all staff in Oxford libraries. For each of the 12 weeks, there were 12 themes and 23 things to explore, such as wikis, widgets, social networking and podcasting. 82 members of Oxford Library staff successfully completed the programme. Well, I'd heard about 23 things as a programme before. It started in America in 2006. And in 2009, I thought it might work quite well in the Oxford environment because we have many libraries here at the university, an awful lot of staff, and social media was just beginning to be something that people thought librarians should know about. And I was aware that among many people in the libraries, there was still quite a, just a basic level of knowledge and it seemed a good way to improve everybody's general level of education. And hopefully some of them would then go on to launch a social media programme for their library. Well, it was a very organic kind of project. I gathered together um, a band of willing people who were social media enthusiasts. There were five of us all together. We met in person twice and then organised the rest of the programme using social media in the spirit of the programme. So we used Google Docs, for example, for organising who was going to be doing what and when. We divided up different sections. We would say, OK, this particular week we're going to do Flickr. Who wants to do that? Who has expertise in that um, this next week? Well, blogging ran through the entire thing. Um, and that was, that was one way that we kind of kept, kept uh, everything going, kept track of how people were doing, is they would do the, the project for the week, Flickr, Twitter, um, d different uh, things that we used. Delicious was a, a big one, the, the kind of social bookmarking. Um, and then they, the p participants had to write up um, in their blog um, how, how it um, went for, you know, did they succeed, what kind of experience did they have using these, what were some problems. Uh, so basically um, it was very kind of, uh, we, we didn't meet um, in person very much at all. And we a lot of emails back and forth, sharing documents and things. Um, and we had people kind of take responsibility for answering questions. We, we wanted it to be that if someone was having trouble, if they said, you know, I can't upload my pictures to Flickr, how do I do this? We wanted one of us to answer it. So we would monitor the emails quite closely. So um, that, that was nice because we didn't want people to feel they were struggling at any point. Well, feedback from participants was generally very good. We had 138 people register to take part in the programme, of whom 82 finished on time. I think the fact that so many people continued through what was quite a long period of activity, that they stuck with it and didn't drop out, I think that was kind of good feedback in a way. We sought feedback from everybody at the end of the programme, whether they'd finished or not. And across the board, there was just a general feeling from most participants that their level of confidence was much improved from having taken part in 23 Things Oxford. Well, I think delivering it via a blog is the main thing that really made the programme such a success because it means that people can take part no matter whether they work full-time, part-time, where they are geographically in the city at different times of day. If they're away for a week, they can still catch up with it. So it has a lot of benefits over a very classroom-based type of training. I think other key elements are to differentiate your content. So you don't assume that everybody is a novice 
user. You have some activities there for people who are new, but also some activities to stretch the people who are already more familiar or more competent with the technology. I think um, one important thing I would say is, is be available, uh, be in contact with the people that are doing the program because when you don't have a physical location where everybody's together, people are you know, sitting at home or they're sitting in their office if they maybe you know, their, their uh, line manager has said you can have a half an hour a week to do this, but they're in a different location and it can be very frustrating. Um, these sites, are, they're all different. You, know, you set up an account and you think, well now what do I do? How do I do this? And it, people could get frustrated. So I think um, be available, have an email address, um, or even you know chat. Be, uh, be there on on Twitter. Watching Twitter would be a great way to do it now because you have a hashtag, so you could watch for any uh, you know comments, questions that come up on there, and uh, just to get people over those little hurdles, you know, because uh, you know, things are hard to understand. People say, you know, I don't understand what a hashtag is. What does it do? You know, or if I do an at. Do, in Twitter, who can see that? Things like that. So I would say, um, really, you know, be available because it's all about the online. So the thing is to to, to be there and uh, collaborate uh, with them. A couple ways that that we were supported. Uh, it sounds a little bit obvious, but we depended on the infrastructure, you know, of the university network and the email and. Uh, those things that one does take for granted, but but it was important. So you know, we always knew we would have you know reliable connections to, to people and servers we could depend on and things. So you know, in in that way, I think that was important. The other thing was people uh, in positions to grant their staff time to to participate. It was very important because really, um, a lot of people, if if you'd said to them, you've got to do this outside of work time, you know, give up your time to do this, you know, it might have been difficult. It might have been hard for them to fit it in. But it, uh, we had you know, many people were able to get that half hour a week to devote to this project and so that was that was great. I think it's an example of a really great way that if you think you've got a good idea then just get on and do it and worry later about whether it will go wrong. I think as long as you've done your background research and you know professionally that you've got a good idea here um, then just give it a go, jump in and uh, I think you'll find that it will actually work quite well but be brave and don't worry that you might be the first person who's, who's doing it.